everyone. Welcome back to Well Then, a podcast where we talk about all things wellness and putting your health first. I'm your host, Megan Scherer. So today I want to talk all about change and more specifically how we can better adapt to change. Over these last five months or so, the whole entire world has been shifting and in many cases struggling to adapt to a new normal. And depending on where you live, what part of the country or what part of the world, the shifts you have had to make might look more extreme than others. Um, You know, whether it's just adapting to learning to wear a mask everywhere you go or working from home for the first time or the fact that you can't go to the gym anymore. There's all these things that we're forced to take a look at the way we were living our lives before and, you know, see that those have been radically changed overnight and, and know really that there's not any certain time frame in mind that it's going to get back to quote unquote, the old normal, and maybe it never will. So we're faced with this idea that things have changed whether we like it or not, they've changed and we have to adapt and find our new normal. I think that's a term that's been thrown around a lot these last few months. And so I just kind of wanted to dive a little bit more into what that even means, why it's important, how we do that, um, and how to maintain a, a strong sense of, of mental health throughout all of that. Because, you know, the main thing that kind of kicks in when most human beings think about change is our own fear and our limiting beliefs um, that that come up depending on you know what your past experience has been with change Um, you might be more or less averse to it but for the most part most people are not comfortable with change it is disrupting it is scary it is uncomfortable and it you know forces us to confront a lot of feelings that we might not necessarily want to feel. So it's not pleasant. I'll acknowledge that off the bat. But you've probably heard this said before, change is the only constant in life. And it is the only real constant. We can count on the fact that things will change. Our bodies will change. Our relationships will change. Our jobs, our homes, pretty much everything about our lives will change at some point and often multiple points throughout our lives. So the fact that so many of us spend so much time running away from change and trying to avoid it is kind of hilarious (laughs) when you think about it. And I'm saying this from personal experience because I spent the better part of my life trying to control outcomes and resisting change because I wanted to know exactly how things were going to play out. And I wanted to feel safe and comfortable and secure in the knowledge that I could trust life and what life was going to throw at me. But the ironic thing for me that I finally discovered was that, you know, on the one hand, I was resisting change and um, really, again, wanting to be in more of a space of feeling like I could control things in life. And on the other hand, I had all these really big dreams and plans for my life, and I wanted big things to happen. And those two things can't really coexist. You can't, on the one hand, want a big exciting, adventurous life, and also not want things to change. So I personally had to get to the point 
you know, and this took many years throughout my 20s, where I started to embrace change and I started to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. And in some instances, even like got really excited about all the butterflies that change would bring up for me. And, you know, the biggest example of this for me in my life came about a year ago, um, a little, maybe a little more than that now, when I kind of uprooted my life in Los Angeles, where I had spent about 11 years and decided to move to New York. And at first it was temporary. I spent a couple months there and then gave up my place in LA and started to travel for a while when I really didn't know what I wanted to do next. And I, I kind of launched myself head first into this chapter of change. And for me, that was a huge step. I am very much a creature of habit. I like my routines. I, like I said, I like to know what to expect from life. And I like to wake up and go to the same coffee shop and have the same breakfast and journal and do all the things I love to do and see my favorite people and, you know, do it in a specific order and know that I can trust that. So for me to say, you know what, I'm feeling like my life needs a change and I might not necessarily know why, but I'm going to listen to that whim. I'm going to put all my stuff in storage and just go. Um, that was huge. And it was uncomfortable. I spent the better part of last year just learning to sit in discomfort and learning to sit with not having answers. I think that was probably the biggest piece for me is being okay, not having all the answers and not having a timeline of exactly when things were going to work out. Even once I made the decision that I knew I wanted to move to New York full time and that that was my next move or my next chapter, I didn't know exactly when or how that was going to happen. Um, and that for me, that was hard. Uh, I, again, wanted to kind of force and control the outcome, but from everything that I've learned in all of my personal development, personal growth, and um, my work as a life coach over the past several years, I knew that I had to be okay being uncomfortable for a while. And that was part of the journey and part of the transition for me moving cross country was that, that interim period where there were a lot of question marks. And, you know, then when I finally did fast forward to the end of last year, did make it to New York and settle there, move there full time. I should say here because I'm in New York right now. Um, it was so clear to me that like this was the right change. And even once I moved into my own place here and it really started to hit me like, wow, I did that. I moved across the country and this is my new chapter. There were still moments where I was like, holy crap, did did that just happen? Like what what a massive change. And I I just went with it. And all of that is to say that anytime you're going through any kind of change, whether it's voluntary or not, there will be discomfort involved. There will be moments where, where you question it. Why is it happening and what is it for? And so I just kind of wanted to go through some of my main steps for how to adapt to change in a way that you really make it work for you rather than against you, especially if it is a change that you didn't necessarily make or want to make um, and maybe feels like one that was forced upon you kind of like the world circumstances right now I don't think any of us would have chosen this but we're in it so what can we do about it and the same goes for any major life transitions in your in uh, in your life whether that is relationships marriage divorce going to school changing jobs moving 
illness, anything really, you can use this approach. So for me, the first thing, first step to embracing change is to acknowledge it, to take a breath, to take a moment and look around at your surroundings, kind of step back from yourself and take a bird's eye view and, and take an inventory, like what is happening right now? What am I experiencing? What are the facts? You know, maybe the facts are this was what my life looked like before and now I have uncertainty around that area of my life. Or maybe it it changed really quickly overnight from point A to point Z. Um, you know, change can, can come quickly or really slowly. And so just first get honest with yourself about what's going on. How do I feel about it? Did I choose this? Did I not? And tell yourself the truth about the story rather than like kind of hyping yourself up and, and making yourself anxious about what you're making the story mean. First, just like look at the facts. Once you acknowledge the change, then you have a chance to find some meaning in it. So look at what's going on and see if you can discover some sort of purpose in it. And this one, this step actually might come later for some people because it can be hard in the moment to find meaning in something that you're still in the middle of that feels challenging. Um, sometimes you don't find that meaning until you look back in reverse, but it is helpful if you can do it upfront because it will just kind of give you that resolve and that faith that you need to keep going on the days when it gets tough. So if you have even something, a frame of reference to look back at and say like, oh yeah, that was a hard chapter of transition in my life. But when I look back, this was the reason for it. So I can, I can assume that there there's a positive reason now that things are working out for me. And this kind of goes along with my um, next step of how to adapt to change, and that is changing your mindset. So when change happens for us externally, we always have the, chance, the choice to decide how we want to respond to it. Of course, we love to live in our comfort zones. Of course, we don't necessarily like to be challenged because we like what is known. We like what is familiar. It feels safe and it makes our nervous systems feel safe. So when that fear and those limiting beliefs start to kick in, we, we assume that change is bad and we create resistance and we push up against it because we, again, assume it's bad. So we want it to go away. I did this all the time when I was in a relationship with change that was, I again, wanted to be in more control. But if you choose a mindset of learning to embrace change and really step into the unknown, you can let go of some of that resistance and create a new story and a new picture for yourself. For me, one of the most helpful things has been the realization that when things are unknown, when your future is uncertain, anything is possible. So that was a massive sh mindset shift for me because I assumed that when the future was unknown and uncertain, that it was going to result in something bad. That if I didn't know what was going to happen and I couldn't control it, then the outcome would not play out in my favor and something bad would happen. That is what my sub subconscious was doing to me or that's what my mind was kind of playing a game with me about. And so I would always kind of dream up the worst case scenarios and assume those were going to happen if I couldn't see what was what was in front of me. But the truth is, when you can't see what's in front of you, anything is possible. 
sure, could it be less favorable? Yeah, but it could also be better than you can ever possibly imagine. I like to say that our vision is limited and our potential is not. So oftentimes you can only see and envision based on your past experiences or even based on like books you've read, movies you've seen and the experiences of other people in their lives of, of what you believe to be possible in this world as a human being. And that is limited. The truth is that there are an unlimited number of possibilities and ways of those possibilities coming to fruition in your life. So when you start to see that the future is uncertain and your potential is unlimited, you get to this place where you start to get a little excited. And that's what happened for me because I realized like, wow, when I surrender my desire to control the future, and I let it be okay that it's uncertain for now and that things are changing, I actually invite in the room for better things than I had envisioned before to come in. Things that I can't quite possibly see right now because my vision is limited. And creating that energetic space really does let better things in. I've experienced this myself. Um, you know, even before I made the decision to move to New York, I, I could feel those stirrings of change. I could feel like there were some things happening in my life that were indicating that something was about to change. And at first I resisted it, but then I said, okay, the future is uncertain. So the possibilities are endless. What if I just let whatever is trying to happen right now be okay? And what if I let it show up how it's trying to rather than trying to control it? Because I was trying to control like, okay, how can I just make my life in LA work even though it feels like it's not working? Um, and that's when all the steps and kind of pieces started to fall into place for me to move to New York, which is something I could never have possibly seen and imagined for myself before that time if I hadn't just gotten open to possibilities I couldn't see yet. And that's just one example of, of so many times I've experienced this in my life. So that is a mindset shift I highly encourage you to make, not only because it creates space for more good things to flow in, but because it just feels better in the moment. Like, it doesn't feel good to be anxious and to be overwhelmed and to try to control outcomes. It does feel good to be content, to be at peace, to be open open-minded, open-hearted, receptive, to believe in magic, those things feel good. And if nothing else, just change your mindset because you want to give yourself permission to feel good in life. And as a bonus, you'll start getting some really cool results on the other side of that change. So that I think for me is the biggest thing to do is, is change that mindset. And you can even use your past as an example, like really look for the things in your life that were periods of change and transition that were hard for you that ultimately ended up resulting in something good. And you wouldn't have been able to see it at that time because you could only see the hard, scary stuff. But in reverse, you know, there was maybe a sort of tangential side effect that you're like, oh yeah, I'm really glad that that happened that way because that wouldn't have happened otherwise. I wouldn't have made that choice on my own. And then in the meantime, just do your best to take care of yourself and live a healthy and balanced life. You know, change is hard enough on our nervous system. So make sure that you're taking the time to eat nourishing foods, move your body regularly, rest your body when it needs it. Um, you know, meditate. That's, that's a huge one. Take time to 
consciously calm your nervous system through meditation and breath work. Um, obviously, if you guys follow me, you know I'm a huge advocate for yoga. So incorporating yoga into your life as a regular practice. Um, get enough sleep. Try to avoid like all the stimulants that are going to make you feel worse. Caffeine is a big one for me when I feel really anxious. I know I have to avoid caffeine as much as I want it. Like the first few months of this whole quarantine and pandemic, I started drinking so much more caffeine than I normally do. And I was having like lots of coffee every day when I normally don't even drink coffee. I'm more of a tea drinker. And a few months in, I could feel it. Like my body was starting to feel a little bit fried. My adrenals were feeling a little bit fatigued and I, my sleep wasn't as good. And I knew like, dang it, I have to cut this out because it's going to make my mental health a lot better. It's going to make my body physically feel better and it's going to help me better adapt to change. So sometimes you have to make those hard decisions about giving up things that you want, whether they're vices or not, um, just, you know, for the sake of helping you feel better. And sometimes you have to be compassionate and give yourself permission to have things you wouldn't normally have. Like you're probably watching more Netflix now than you normally do. And that's probably okay. You know, in the middle of a pandemic, I think all things considered, it's fine if you're on your screens a little bit more than more than you normally would be. So find that balance between when to kind of keep yourself in check, hold yourself accountable, and when to give yourself a little grace. Um, but all in all, just like really make the time to take care of yourself and connect with others. Use your support systems because it's, it is not a unique experience to find change to be difficult. Every single human being has a hard time with change. So talk to a friend or a partner or a loved one, family member, whoever, turn to somebody in your life who you can talk to about what you're feeling because it'll make you feel less alone and less isolated if nothing else. And, um, you know, that's ultimately why we're here is to kind of help each other through this and, and hold each other's hands along the way. And, um, you know, your friends would hope that you would do the same for them. So reach out and when you need people and let them be there for you. Um, but ultimately, like I said, change your mindset because, we're all going to go through change and it can be a really, really good thing if you let it, even the bad things. I have found some profound meaning in some of the hardest circumstances and changes in my life and ended up being grateful that they happened because of the meaning that I found in them. That is possible and, and it really is up to you to make that mindset shift and to look for those things to appreciate. Um, one of my favorite quotes, and I love this one because I love being upside down. Um, I don't know who said this, and I am going to paraphrase it, but it's something along the lines of, don't worry about the fact that your life is turning upside down. How do you know that the side that you're headed towards isn't better than the side that you're used to? So that's my invitation to you all is just to assume that the new things coming into your life the new version of your life that's evolving is going to be better than the one that you're used to. It'll feel different and uncomfortable for a while, but assume that it'll be better in whatever way, shape, or form, whether we're talking about the, the massive global changes happening right now on a more macro level or just smaller changes happening in your personal life. Take it all in stride. Take a deep breath. You can do this. I believe in you. Um, if you need somebody you don't have a, a friend to turn to reach out to me i'm happy to listen 
Um, and I hope that this episode was beneficial for you. If you know anybody who's, who's struggling with adjusting to change, um, I invite you to share this with them and hope that it helps them out and makes them feel less alone. Um, and again, reach out to me if you have questions or need support or want to see me talk about any specific topics on future episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, until next time, have a happy and healthy day.